Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We are winding down to draft day. June 22nd, the Hornets holding five total picks in the draft, including number two overall. We've been talking to some of the best mock draft experts in the industry. Last time around, we talked to John Fanta, broadcaster and reporter for college basketball on Fox. You can find him at John underscore Fanta. We talked primarily about the number two pick today. We're going to get him back on the line once again, stretch out the conversation, talk about the entirety of the 2023 draft strategies that should be employed and the track record for Hornets general manager Mitch Kupchak when it comes to the NBA draft. So without further ado, let's welcome back here to the Hornets Hivecast, John Fanta of College Basketball on Fox. John, thanks so much for joining us. Sam, it's great to be with you and love talking NBA draft with you, my friend. Great to be back. Good to have you. Last time we talked a lot about the number two pick, the thoughts on how you you know mock drafts and and strategize around that one. But Charlotte has five total picks in this upcoming draft for now. Another first rounder at twenty seven, three second rounders all in the top forty five overall of the twenty twenty three NBA draft, which is going to take place, of course, on June twenty second, starting to close in on that date. Tell me when you're doing mock drafts, you tend to go through the entire. The, the whole two rounds, at what point do things start to unravel a bit in the sense that you kind of have an idea, not just who you like as your top X number of players, whatever that is, 3, 5, 10, maybe it's 30 or 60, uh, but at what point does that start to unravel and you start to maybe guess a little bit on either who you think is really worthy of that stature or who you think the teams will consider worthy of that stature? Well, I think this year, once we get through the seventh pick in this draft, seventh or eighth pick, there's there's a high level of parity. I think that this class is wide open. I think that you're, you're going to see this draft really begin right around pick number four or five in terms of the drama. But but I think there's a clear cut top seven or eight in my opinion when I look at this these prospects. But Sam, there's no telling what the back half of the lottery is going to look like, or or what the teens or what the twenties are going to look like. And I think that's that's part of it, right? Like, for the Charlotte Hornets, with where they're positioned in the first round at 27 after that number two pick, that's advantageous. I'd want to pick in the back end of this first round because I think that there's players who could, be, could end up being top 15 prospects in this draft class that could still be on the board in the back end of the first round because there's such a high level of variance with this particular draft class. So, to me, trying to figure through things, that really starts 
after you get through pick number six or seven uh, in this year's class, that that's the kind of year that it is. And for those teams that have picks deeper in the draft, it leaves you with decisions to make of, of do you want to take a player? Uh, is there a player that maybe somebody else wants that could lead to some activity on the trade side of things? You're going to have options. I, I think that this draft class has level of unknown with it. But I think that that's intriguing for a team like the Hornets with the amount of picks that they have. And, and I think that that 27th pick, you can get a guy who can help you now in that position. I think sometimes there are situations in the draft where teams like to pick the upside, the unknown player, because they're not sure how great he could be. But there's strategies to it. You could go with that direction. Or in this particular draft class, I think you've got to zone in a little bit more on the guy who's won at a very high level and won consistently, consistently gotten better. I think there's value to that because I think that player could help you in the now rather than be a three- or four-year type of project. These are all decisions that these front offices have to make, but going through this draft class and mocking it, one thing came clear. It is wide open, and you could have the 26, 27, 28th and end up better than a team that had the 15th, 16th, or 17th pick this year. That's the kind of class it is. One part of that is like what, what you've been talking about, what we talked about previously, what kind of player you're looking at. Do you look for someone who's maybe on the younger side that has that quote-unquote upside, or you do you take someone where you have a bit more of a body of work against established competition from the college ranks or internationally or G League Igniter, wherever it might be? And if you rewind the clock about 10 years ago, you saw an era where there would be guys drafted second round or late first round that would go on to become All-Stars. Guys still in the league today like Draymond Green, Chris Middleton, Nikola Jokic, the two-time MVP. These guys were second round picks a decade ago in today environment where there are so many, not just young guys picked, but young guys entering the draft at this stage. How does the the ceiling versus floor debate maybe change with the way the modern draft is constructed in terms of who's in it as compared to 10 or 20 years ago? Well, I just think that you can't put a definitive on anybody whether they're late first, early second. To me, there's not that much of a difference to begin with with that. I mean, there, there might be some monetary differences, whether or not players are getting guarantees. Because of the way the game has changed and because of how much it's geared towards shot making, you can, if you've got the offensive arsenal in, in, in an offense-friendly league, you can carve out a great role for yourself, even if you're a second-round pick, whereas before – 10, 15 years ago, a second-round pick, and was like, yeah, maybe, big maybe. It's not as big of a maybe as it used to be. There's more value in the NBA draft in the second round now than there used to be, in my humble opinion. So uh, I look at Nikola Jokic, and, and obviously his case is an outlier case just because of that's a two-time MVP who was drafted in the second round. But the fact is, that's a reflection of, of where we are in today's basketball. And I do think that that's where the international reach of the game has been able to gain more eyeballs and more awareness that you can't just go off of the college product and make your decision because look at what the international game can produce. So, yeah, I, I, I think for me, like, I try not to get into the here's his ceiling in the league. Well, why? Why, why at 20 or 21 years of age am I determining what the reach is going to be? 
what I try to focus on is, okay, is this a guy that's going to take two or three years to develop at the G League level? That's fine. Or is this a guy who the plan is he's going to come in and help their organization now, or at least that's the way that they see it. So that, that's sort of how I go about it. I think, I think, Sam, sometimes we get caught up in, like, here's his absolute ceiling. Well, how the heck do we know on draft night what that actually is? So, you know, it's, 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 we love to react. And I'm I'm all for that. I want to react too. And there are some picks that don't that that when they get made, I'm like, whoa, that surprised me. But I think everything in this you have to be measured on because at the end of the day, we are talking about kids. We're talking about guys who are 18 to 22 years of age. So it's tough to know any definitives on on, on what it's going to be, uh, rather than understanding. Okay, what's the immediate path for them to reach success? But I think whereas 15 years ago, second round of the draft. Look, let's face it, people, were, they were clicking away from the channel. You know, some of them just became disengaged. Uh, I, I think it's different now. I think draft night in that second round, there's a lot more guys that could end up being net positives for their organization if they're taken there. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. John Fanta, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. See his work all over the place on Fox Sports, including their mock draft coverage in this very exciting season of the NBA calendar as we count down to the 2023 NBA draft, which will take place on June 22nd. Find John's work at John underscore Fanta on Twitter and see him everywhere covering college basketball on Fox. We've talked a lot about the picks, the potential ones, the thought process that goes into them. I don't think we talked talk enough at times about the pickers because uh, there are a lot of ways to be a brilliant mind in a front office of an NBA franchise and you want to cover as many if not all of the bases as possible but one of the most important is on draft night and having someone who a fan base and a franchise can have confidence in making those selections in my opinion I might be a little biased I view a lot of things through purple and teal colored glasses but I think Mitch Kupchak is one of the best around and I would love to 
get your opinion. I've got some uh, notes to, to back up my assertions. But where do you think Mitch Kupchak ranks amongst the general managers of the NBA in terms of making the right selections on draft night? He is one of the best executives in the association. There's no question about it. When you think of Mitch Kupchak and the history that he has, and between his playing background as a, as a three-time champion in the NBA, and then what he's been able to do on the executive level, I mean, uh, you're talking about a seven-time NBA champion. Seven-time NBA champion as an executive. His knowledge, his eye for talent uh, has been there. You know, you, you look at the players that he's been able to select through the years. Uh, I look back to with the Los Angeles Lakers. Look at what Julius Randle has meant now to the New York Knicks. He picked him in 2014. He selects D'Angelo Russell, who has panned out to be a, a really good NBA player in, in 2015. And uh, being able to, to take Brandon Ingram with the second pick, 2016. And then what he's been able to do here uh, in Charlotte and the guys that he's been able to select along the way. We know what the potential is uh, of a LaMelo Ball, uh, who we've talked about before, and what he means to this organization. So this is a guy that has been able to take big-time talent, has been able to draft at a very high level. And I look at what Mitch has done, and I look at what the Hornets' upside is and where they are in this draft, and a guy who understands what it takes to win championships, well, you have to be able to execute on draft night. And Mitch Upchek will be able to do that because he's done it countless times before. Well, John, you basically read off my uh, next question, which speaks to your brilliance, because I had to write all these things down, and you just rattled off all the picks off the top of your head. So I'm glad we're talking to the right person. I, I agree with you. I think you know when you look at Mitch Kupchak's career, there- there's kind of two portions of his top executive general manager timeline. The first one was he he, he was a-, a big part of the Lakers front office, but uh, not necessarily the final word on a lot of decisions early in his career as he was coming up, but as he became it, he was in more of a position to make big trades to get pieces to complement to Kobe Bryant and continue the run and rack up all those championships. Part two, after Kobe retired was making all of those draft picks as the Lakers fell into better parts of the lottery uh, and that was maybe something new maybe an unknown quantity at the time for Mitch Kupchak but now it's pretty well established if you give him a top 10 pick his track record these are all of the top 10 picks he has ever made as the lead executive LaMelo Ball Julius Randle D'Angelo Russell Brandon Ingram every single one of them is an all-star the man just doesn't miss and then when you add in players he's gotten at other portions of the draft, either later in the first round or into the second. Uh, you can add in players like a Mark Williams, a P.J. Washington, Devontae Graham, Cody Martin, Avica Zubats. These are all selections made by Mitch Kupchak. That would be a pretty intriguing team if you just took that group and put them on an NBA floor. I would not be surprised if they were not just in the playoffs. I'd be surprised if they weren't in the playoffs, quite frankly. They would be a team that could probably make a very significant run right now. No question about it. No question about it. His history speaks for itself. Great players, all-star players. You just look at this past year with Mark Williams. Look at the player that Mark Williams became. 
look at his development in year one as it went on. He, he gets votes for the all-rookie team. He really shines, plays at a very high level, and he's a guy that can be a double-double, uh, a walking double-double in the NBA as his pr- career progresses. And, oh, by the way, he's only 21 years of age. So that that's a guy that, that for Mitch Kupchak to bring in Mark Williams on draft night was, was pretty – spectacular a guy that's a high level defender was an ACC defensive player of the year so you just look recently and, and, and see how things are being built now is the time for the Charlotte Hornets they have built up this draft capita they've built up these picks you're talking about a, a, a terrific draft class at the top this upcoming year as we spoke about it in our previous conversation there's no way you can lose in my opinion with that number two selection there are certainly a number of ways that you can grow as an organization as this draft deepens because there is a high level of variance. So that that's exciting. That's interesting. And I, I really think that Mitch Kupchak is the man. He's the man to do this job. He's done it countless times before. And I, I think when you have him on the phone on draft night, you gotta feel pretty good about your organization. And I think for the Charlotte Hornets, there's so much momentum and excitement around this organization right now. For this to be the draft that we look at and say, yeah, that that's the draft that led us into contention for rings because whoever they hit at number two, it's a player that can absolutely transform the franchise. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No John Fanta, our guest this week here on the Hornets Hivecast. Catch him covering college basketball primarily on Fox as a broadcaster reporter. He's the host of Big East Shoot Around and has commentary on the field of 68. And of course, find him on Twitter at John underscore Fanta. Just talked about the success rate of Mitch Kupchak, who, by the way, we mentioned all the, the success he's had picking in the top 10. That That's quite frankly not normal. When you pick number one overall, you probably three quarters of the time find an all-star he's never had the pleasure of picking number one quite frankly I hope he never has uh, the 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 duties of doing so because that might mean another season of struggles for the Hornets but maybe he picks up that number one pick one day via trade but when he's picking top three there's usually about a 50-50 hit rate historically for all-stars 
Mitch Kupchak is batting a thousand deeper down the draft. Obviously, it gets weaker. Um, so Mitch Kupchak has had a great track record of success picking in the NBA draft. And as you mentioned, John, this is a significant draft here for the Hornets because it seems you have so much set up for success. The Hornets were probably not, had they been healthy, going to be drafting anywhere near this spot, having come off a above five hundred season. There was a lot of optimism for last season, and of course, injuries just you know riddled the Hornets roster, but now you get the benefit of a number two overall pick and add it into that core that was above 500. In terms of immediate returns, uh, you, you mentioned if you get this draft right, not just at two, but throughout, you've got a chance to become a title contender in the not-too-distant future. How far away do you think that future is? How quickly can this be turned around as we approach the 23-24 campaign? Yeah, I don't, I don't see why it's not a three to five year thing. I, I don't think it happens immediately in terms of the title conversation, but if you've got the right players, then you're in a position where as you build this thing up, you know, you, you walk into next year and if you've got the right pieces, the goal is to be able to contend for a playing spot. It's not a playoff spot. We've seen organizations do this, get on that type of trajectory. That's how it typically starts. And you're able to build off of that and you're able to, to build off of that, uh, into the following season where maybe you can do some things in free agency. You can do some things to, to get some veteran pieces to build around the young talent that you have. So, look, I, I think that it's a three- to five-year thing. That's typically how I pinpoint it. To have five of the top 41 picks in the NBA draft gives you a very, very advantageous spot heading into draft night. Your, your doors are open. Your doors are open. You're going to get phone calls from other teams that find your position to be very advantageous, and rightfully so. And I also think that the play-in tournament in the NBA has allowed for more teams to be involved in contention, and it provides overall just more storylines in the league. For me, I look at it from a standpoint of, hey, this is a spot for a team to be able to get things rolling in a better direction here this upcoming season. And then you build off that and you say, all right, what's it going to take for us to get to the upper echelon of our conference? So for me, I think that these builds take about three years, maybe four years, to a point that you should look at it three or four years from now if you've got the amount of draft capital that the, that the Hornets possess so that you can say, all right, how did this draft cause us to be a legit contender? I think that that's where they're set up, and I don't see why they can't be able to turn this. Because here's the thing. It's not like the Hornets have nothing at the moment. They have a couple of pieces that are quality pieces that they can now build off of takes me to the last question I had for you, and that is, you know, we're we're in a time right now where we like to follow blueprints, compare player in the draft to an existing all-star, an existing uh, legend, Hall of Famer, say this is what this person looks like to us at this stage of their career, and we do it a lot with teams. You mentioned the play-in tournament. Two teams made it to the final four, so to speak, of the NBA playoffs out of the play-in tournament odd a little bit that they're both uh, teams kind of in, in major markets filled with legends. You've got the Jimmy Butler Bam Adebayo led Miami Heat and then you've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis with the LA Lakers. Both those teams had to traverse the play-in tournament bracket to make it in but eventually did. The other two teams both are built through the draft. The Denver Nuggets a little bit uh, maybe lucky that Nikola Jokic has become the force of nature that he is in the game, having been a second-round pick. A lot of their other guys are either low lottery or just later first-round picks, but still homegrown talents. And then you looked at Boston, where the leaders are two top three picks. I want to put it in this way. When you look at the Hornets, 
whose pathway do you think they are on or do you think they are charting their own course? I think you chart your own course. I, I really do. I, I think that they're in a position where they certainly can because they've been able to build up the amount of selection in this draft to chart their own way. I don't think that if there's any one right way of doing it, Sam, the way that Boston has been able to build things up has been very impressive and has created a, a model for teams to be able to go off of uh, because when you look at their core and when you look at how they've been able to do things with, uh, with young players to go back-to-back years where you can draft a Jalen Brown in 2016 with the third overall pick, and then you can be able to turn it right around and say, all right, we've got Jason Tatum with the third overall pick in 2017. Yeah, I, I think that the Celtics pathway is relatable. Yeah, I, I wouldn't sit here and say that, that you're going to go exactly the way Boston's gone, but I think that that's a relatable pathway. But I also think that, and I'm sure Mitch Kupchak, that he's looking at it from, well, we're not trying to be like anybody exactly. We're trying to do things the way that, that we organizationally do things with where we're currently structured. So to me, look at the finals right now. The Nuggets didn't plan on, on Nikola Jokic being this good. They didn't. There was no way you could have possibly planned on that. They didn't plan on Jamal Murray missing a well over a year. And honestly, there was a point where Jamal Murray questioned if he'd even be a Denver Nugget. Uh, those questions were real. And, and look at it. I mean, now you're talking about a guy that is the lead guard on a team that could very well win the NBA championship. So to me, everything that happens, I, I think, has to be in a zone of who are these teams that have been able to draft extremely well and then off of that be able to win at a high level. And, and look, I mean, Boston has done that. Denver's obviously been able to hit the jackpot a couple of times. You know, the Milwaukee Bucks hit the ultimate jackpot with Giannis with a 15th overall pick 10 years ago. Frankly, amazing. Uh, but I think you have to go about it in your own way. And I, I really like the way that things set up here for Charlotte to do just that. The draft is now just days away, June 22nd. The Hornets currently holding five picks, including number two overall. And uh, I feel a lot smarter having talked about it all here with John Fanta of College Basketball on Fox. Follow this man at John underscore Fanta. John, thanks so much for joining us this week here on the Hornets Hivecast. And uh, we look forward to your future mock drafts as we close in on draft night and seeing just how right you are both on draft night and hopefully five, ten years in the future with how you nail the Hornets picks. Sam, really appreciate you. Thanks so much. That's going to do it for this edition of the HHC. A reminder, draft day is fast approaching, June 22nd. Make sure you are keeping it locked on Hornets social media and Hornets.com for all the latest information on the draft day festivities. No doubt it's going to be a fun one for all you Hornets fans in the Queen City. And make sure to keep tabs on us right here on the Hornets Hivecast. We will have breakdowns of the draft on draft night available for you the following morning right here on the HHC. So, with many thanks once again to John Fanta of College Basketball on Fox for joining us on this edition of the HHC, to our producer extraordinaire, Rob Longo, for putting it all together, most of all to all of you for tuning in. I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you next time with more mock draft discussions right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, 
visit hornets.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.